Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Hi, and welcome back for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I am your host, Peter Lamont, and I'm here with my co-host, Brendan. How you doing, Brendan? Good. How are you? Good. So I had this interesting uh, question come up the other day. Somebody had asked me whether or not I thought that competition was a good thing or a bad thing. And it was in the context of small business. Uh, and that got me to thinking. And in thinking, that got me hungry. And in being hungry and having to take a trip this weekend, I found myself in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know where I ended up? I can probably take a good guess. All right, I'm going to give you a guess. Is it Pat's and or Gino's <laughs> cheesesteak? It is. How did you know? Is that That's the only place? To famous. Eat? It's the only place in Philadelphia? It's the only place I know of in Philadelphia. Okay. So, yeah. So I had to uh, go to Philadelphia this weekend and I found myself at Pat's, the king of steaks. And um, that got me thinking because for those of you who don't That's know, well, let me ask you, you've been there? I've been to both of them. Yes, right. I have. And you know the way it's set up, right? Yes, I do. All it's right. uh, two triangular buildings. Uh, across from each other, like two corners, one's Pat's, one Geno's, right across from each other. You can't miss it. If you're at one, you clearly see the other end. Yeah. If you're at one, you're going to want to try the other because why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's right. So I don't remember, I don't know, maybe you know, which one was the original? It was Pat's, right? I believe the original was indeed Pat's, yes. Okay. So what's interesting about it is that they are directly across the street from one another and so that, you know, question about is competition good for small business got me thinking when I'm sitting there at Pat's eating my cheesesteak, looking at Geno's and I'm thinking to myself, well, what's, what's a better example of competition? Let's figure out if it's good or bad looking at these two. And, um, I don't know if you've been there recently, but I guess it doesn't matter. It, they're always crowded. Absolutely. Both Every time I've been there. Packed full of people. Right, both of them. Right, both and, of them. And there's this big debate about what's better, Pat's or Geno's, and, and there's going to be like Pat's loyalists and Geno loyalists, yeah. right? And and one will never eat the other steak. But right. I think Pat's really, I mean, they're famous for cheesesteak because Philadelphia is famous for lots of things, including cheesesteak. But Pat's is the one, um, I believe it was Rocky one. Yes, Rocky did indeed go to Pat's right. in so the movie. There's actually a placard, I think, on the floor in front of where you order. Right. It's like the uh, spot exactly where Rocky stood. I think it even shows you his footprints or whatever. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, there's the footprints on the top of the stairs where the, the statue used to be. Right, right. I, I'm not sure if it's footprints or whatever, but... Might have mixed that up, yeah. I do know that they do have a spot, though, in Pat's that shows you this is where Rocky stood in the movie. So. You're right. So... You know, I think it's interesting to, to think about whether or not competition is good. But before we get to that specifically, I want to ask you, do you have a favorite? I absolutely do have a favorite. And you know what it is? Neither of them. What? Yep. My favorite cheesesteak I have ever eaten in my entire life. And now I went to Pat's a long time. I used to go there often. I Every once in a while, I got to take a trip down there. So I used to eat there and Gino's. And the best cheesesteak ever is this little restaurant in New Jersey called The Fireplace. It is in Paramus. 
It is this fantastic restaurant. They're always playing like 50s music inside. They've got, you know, all kinds of food. They've got chicken fingers. I think you've been there before, definitely. Uh, and the cheesesteak is phenomenal. It is the best cheesesteak ever. It is loaded with meat. This is not where I thought this was going. With cheese. No, no, no. This is the best cheesesteak ever. But if I had to decide between Pat's and Gino's, I'd say Pat's because the big difference between them is the meat. Pat's like chops theirs and Gino's slices theirs. So I've got to say I like Pat's more. All right. So I agree with you on Pat's. I definitely like the cheesesteak better. I think I might have liked the French fries better at Gino's, but I don't remember. Uh, but definitely the, the cheesesteak at Pat's is better. Now, wait, I just want to address this fireplace issue. So the fireplace has been around since the 1950s. Right. And it it is. It's an awesome, you know, it's a, I don't know what kind of restaurant you you would describe it. It's it's like you go up to the counter, you get it's your like none other. Down. It's like none other. It's a really fun experience. It is good. And um, I'm, I'm glad to hear that they're going to be opening back up. They were closed for this COVID stuff. Yeah. And, so that's good because I know that um, COVID has put a lot of, of restaurants out of business, which is, uh, you know, it, it's really crazy to think about it. But let's not go down that dark path. Let's talk about cheesesteak instead. Yes. So thinking about it and, and looking at the two restaurants and, and all these, these, you know, loyalties back and forth, I wonder, and I have an answer, but I wonder what you think about the competition, whether or not one benefits over the other. Well, you know, I do think that they absolutely are the same, in my opinion. I think that they are pretty much equal. I'd say that, if anything... Equal in what way? Not Well, they make the same amount of money. I'd say that the competition really helps them both. They, it makes them both at the same level, because every time I've been in Pat's, I end up going to Geno's anyway, you know, seeing if theirs is better. And so when I think about, like, oh, which one do I like better? It doesn't really matter, because you always end up getting a little bit of both. And so... That clearly helps them. I feel like if Pat's was by itself, I wouldn't be as encouraged to go there all the time, I think. You know, I wouldn't be, obviously I wouldn't go to Geno's because there would be none. So I, I do think- So you think it helps? I do think it helps. I think it helps greatly. Have you seen people walk from one to the other? Yep. I have seen many people get up from their table, walk across the street, sit down at another table. So so what's the deal with the- um the rivalry. I mean, there's been articles written about the rivalry. I, I think I saw one in, in, I think it was, uh, I was back a while, maybe 2016 or 2017. There was um, an article uh, about the rivalry between Pat's and Geno's. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yes, I do know that one. I've read that. All right. Mm -hmm. So w what's the deal with that? Well, uh, Pat's was first in around the 1930s, I believe. And Geno's was uh, established about 30 years later. Uh, and the current owners, who were um, descendants of the original owners, they don't hate each other. As a matter of fact, they grew up together, and their wives, they all grew up together. They are very close friends. They live in the same apartment building. Uh, and that's that. The rivalry only is within the business. That's it. They uh, keep the fighting just to the two street corners, and that's it. They are close friends. They've been on... Dr. Phil, and they really like to play up the rivalry. They like to, like, get all angry with each other. But in reality, they are close, close friends. So it's so it's not true. The, the, the 
actual rivalry between the two probably doesn't exist at this point. Right. It does not. And that's because I would venture to say that they benefit from each other for sure. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, I mean, Geno's can't say that Rocky stood in front of their cheesesteak place, but I think they've got other claims to fame. Right. So getting back to the, the, the actual topic is competition good. Here's what I think about this. I think that when you're dealing with small business versus a big box, like um, a hardware store right. versus Home Depot, that competition's bad. Absolutely. Because the small business just can't compete with the big box. They can't compete with the prices. But what you said was interesting. I think you were talking about how they're they're competitive in pricing. Right. right? They like, uh they have a gentleman's agreement that a cheesesteak costs the same price and that they're not gonna try and undersell each other to make people wanna go there instead of the other one. So that's really interesting because on a small business level, this competition helps them, I would imagine. Right. I would agree. And so that, you know, helps me in this discussion. Is all competition bad for small business? The answer is no. Right. Absolutely not. It's no for a few reasons. You know, first of all, um, it it does a few things. First of all, it it validates whatever it is that you're doing. If you've got competition, basically you're saying, all right, I'm making a cheesesteak. Well, cheesesteaks are a good thing to eat. You know why? Not Why? just because I tell you so, but because Gino's opened up across the street. So if Gino's is doing it and I'm doing it, it must be good. Right. So validation, I think, is a is a key um, topic or a key benefit for, mm-hmm. for small business rivalry. The other thing is that you can learn from your quote unquote enemy. Right. Right. Because you know that Pat's and Gino's are learning from each other all the time. Absolutely. They're both improving everything that they're doing. It can push you to be better than you are. If you have a company or a small business or a store or something and a rival opens up, you want to be better than them. And then they'll, in turn, want to be better than you. So it'll push both competitors to be the best they can possibly be, which will only bring in more business. Right. And it can be a friendly rivalry like what we see with Pats and Geno's. But if all of a sudden Pats says they're going to take credit cards, Geno's might want to do that. I don't, I don't know. Does Pats take credit cards? Uh, I don't believe so. Not the last time I went. I'm not sure, but the last time I went, I remember having to stop at an ATM. Yeah, I remember having to go to an ATM all the time. I, maybe Geno's does take credit cards, so that that argument might be invalid. But whatever. Um, I definitely think that you're right. I think that when you're being pushed, it it forces you to stay fresh. These places have been around for a very long time, right? And they're still kept up decently, and they're still relevant too. You know, right. you constantly see YouTubers and internet news about the Geno's versus Pat's rivalry. And I think it'll continue until the end of time. Right. And, and I think that, um, so that's a benefit of, of the competition. The other thing too is collaboration. You said that you've seen them on, or, or you know that they were on news stories together, right? Right. So I think that when you've got competing small businesses that can maintain some sort of good relationship, you can also collaborate. You can also do things together that would generate business for both of you. I mean, I don't know that they've done this, but imagine if there was a Geno's and Pat's collaboration on something. Right, that would be massive. Right, you could see that there'd be a ton of business being driven to both. Mm -hmm. So I I think that that's um, interesting as far as, as how collaboration could help. But in my opinion, and based upon the businesses that I've worked with or talked to, 
I think when you're a small business and there's competition, I think it only benefits you. I don't think it hurts you at all. I agree. I think it's when you've got that disproportionate big box store versus the small guy, then of course that's not a good thing. But if you can push yourself because somebody else is, is doing something that, you know, is better than you, that only helps you. Well, right. And I agree, but it is as long as you are able to push yourself. Like if you owned a small ice cream store and another small ice cream store opened up very close by, but they were a hundred times better and they kept adding things and you just kind of stayed as you were, you're not going to get any more business. They're going to be way better and they're going to get all the customers. But if you can adapt, if you can be better, then it really is good, I'd say, in the end. Yeah, you have to be willing to be um, you know, flexible. You've got to say, all right, look, Gino's is doing this. You can't be so stubborn that you're like, I'm just not going to do it. You right. know, I, I'm not going to have napkins. And, right. and I don't care that Gino's has napkins. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. I use my pants. And then, of course, you know, you might lose out on customers because they want napkins. Right, exactly. Especially if they were to go to Gino's and demand napkins so they could eat at Pat's. And Gino's says no napkins. Right. Although this doesn't happen. I'm making this up. Yeah, it's a complete fabrication. But they you, both have napkins. Yes, but it's a very interesting story. But that's how it would go. Exactly. So I think I think in my mind, the answer is that small business rivalry and small business competition only serves to benefit. And I don't really think it makes a difference what industry you're in. I think that it still can push you to be better. Right. I agree. Now, as far as Philadelphians go, I think that they're going to be divided and disagree because I think that there are just such loyalties and favorites the same way. I mean, look, we're not from Philadelphia, you and right. I, but my loyalty would lie with Pat simply because I like the steak better. Right. Right. And you don't care at all because you just come to New Jersey and go to the fireplace. Exactly. Actually on that topic, I actually saw a really interesting Reddit discussion. The, the website Reddit, there was a large discussion on the Philadelphia subreddit, which is where everybody that lives in Philadelphia goes and has discussions. And it was a guy who said, I finally tried Pat's and Gino's. And they discussed how they couldn't believe how just fine it was. And in their opinion, Pat's and Gino's wasn't that great. wasn't really up to what they thought it would be when you hear all this stuff about the cheesesteak. And everyone was talking about how that's not at all the best cheesesteak place. And all Philadelphians know you should go to all kinds of other places. And I found it really interesting. Steve's Prince of Steaks, uh, all kinds of places. And I, I found that really interesting, you know, because Pat's and Gino's, I feel, would lose to these places that everybody is considering to be the best, like uh, John's. And it's like, whoa, yeah, these places are apparently so much better, according to Philadelphians. But that that big rivalry between Pat's and Gino's that huge media coverage, no matter what other places do, uh, Pat's and Gino's will always be up there, even if their steaks aren't that good. You know, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a secret. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the best cheesesteak place in Philadelphia. Oh, really? It's the best. Yeah. People are going to say Tony Luke's people are going to say Gino's and Pat's. I like Jim's steaks. Oh, really? Jim's steaks is on South street and it's on a corner and you go in, and then there's an upstairs where you can go eat. Uh-huh. Have you ever been there? I have been there. I think I've been there once, yeah. They have, like, uh, celebrity photos and things on the walls upstairs. But I like it for a few reasons. First of all, I like the people. They're super nice there. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes, I hate to be mean, but sometimes I've been to Pat's, and they're 
less than cordial. Yes, they are. They are not too kind. Well, they're not too friendly. They might be kind, but they're certainly right. Not, right. That's what I, that's what I meant. Right. They're not super friendly, but. Jim's, I've never had a bad experience. The, the guys over there are super nice. Exactly. Um, again, it's another cash deal. You got to go in with cash, right? But the steak is good. It's chopped, unlike mm-hmm. Gino's. Right. And you can go upstairs and you can eat inside. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, let me take a quick look. I think that, let's see. So 4.4 stars on Google for Jim's. And let, let me just add in. We are not sponsored by Jim's Steaks. We're not sponsored by anybody. <laughs> um, no, but yes, Jim Steaks, 4.4 stars. Now, let's look up Pat's King of Steaks and see what we come up with. Pat's King of Steaks. All right, ready? What do you think? Uh, I'm thinking five stars. 4.2. Oh, wow. That's less than, and, and Gino's is 4.0. All right, so then it's not just me. Yeah, no, the world agrees. It's the internet. The it has, internet agrees that Jim's is better. It has been decided Jim's is the best steak place. I really like Jim's. I really do. So congratulations, Jim's, for being a 4.4. <laughs> and nobody's even talking about you because you don't have competition across the street. But um, I, I think that getting back to that competition issue for a second, when you're a place like Jim's, even though you're not directly across the street, you still have competition because you're you're down on South Street. You're not that far from these other two. And so you've got to push yourself to be even more relevant, especially when you're only hearing about Pat's and Geno's. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I, I like it better. So there we go. And yep. I have now been validated. You have. It is definitely, absolutely, no questions asked, the greatest steak place in Philadelphia. Done. Absolutely. Of course, not in New Jersey for you. Yeah, no, no, that's the fireplace. You know, I went to school with a kid that I think his father owned the fireplace for a while. Really? Did yeah. you get free food? No. Oh. Well, were you friends with him? I was friends with him. <laughs> Seems like a pretty terrible friend then. It does. Maybe I was just stupid. Maybe. But that is a good place. I like the, the <laughs> 1950s throwback. Yeah. It's completely different than these other places that we're talking about, but... Um, and, you know, it, it, I love the fireplace. I think that steak is the best steak I've ever had, but you never hear about that in comparison to Pat's and Gino's. They never say, you want great steak? Go to Jim's or the fireplace. They always say Pat's and Gino's, and that's because I think of the competition. I think that the media has its eyes on them because that's the most popular thing. Well, plus, it's a Philly cheesesteak. It's not a North Jersey cheesesteak. Mm, that's true, but, you know... I remember when I was in college, I, I threw the javelin and I went to the Penn Relays and outside of um, the stadium, because we threw at uh, University of Pennsylvania, right outside, I didn't go there, but that's where the competition was, the Penn Relays, that's where it always is, right? Um, they had cheesesteak carts, so like no-name cheesesteak carts, right? Really? Just Oh, yeah. And I remember having a cheesesteak after I had, had you know wrapped up the competition that was super good. Really? From a cart. Better than Pat's and Gino's? I don't know about that. Well, have you looked up the Google reviews for the cart? I can't even remember the name of the cart. <laughs> I also, when I worked in the city, I used to work down on Wall Street and there were food carts. Yeah. And I'd go get cheesesteak there too. Is that any good? No. Oh. But I'd get it all the time. <laughs> you know, and then every time you get some of those bad pieces and you were like, ugh. Yeah, you know, the definition of insanity is doing something over and over again thinking it would be different. I know. I know. I don't know what, what there was something about the gross cheesesteak that drew. I think maybe they put something in it. 
you never know. You never know. Something that addicted me to the cheesesteak. Pretty sure know. they do that in New York now. I've seen I've seen vans, you know. Oh, I've seen lots of vans, lots of trucks, yeah, all kinds of things. But you no, know, I think getting back to uh, to Pat's and Geno's, I think uh, I'll go to Jim's anyway. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> The answer to the question in a, on a serious note is, yeah, I think that when you're dealing with small business competition, it is not something that you should be afraid of. It's not something that you should be angry over. It's something that should push you. It's something that should help you become better. That's the bottom line. Exactly. But it's like what you said, Brennan. If you don't accept it and, and change and learn from it and make yourself better because of it, then it, it doesn't help you. And all you do is become bitter. It's not good to be bitter. Right. It is not. No, I mean, I think that, um, look at Apollo Creed. Yeah. Right. Was he bitter? Um, you don't know, do you? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I, I only saw, uh, I, I didn't see any of the, uh, I saw the Rocky four. I saw Rocky six. I saw most of Rocky one. I you didn't see Rocky two. Did not see Rocky two. I did not see Rocky three. <sighs> Rocky three with Clubber Lang. I've Mr. Never T. Seen Rocky You've 4. never seen Rocky three. Never seen Rocky three. Is that any good? Get over here, woman. I'm gonna show you a real man. You don't remember that? <laughs> I, no. I mean, I'm I'm gonna laugh to make you feel good about your reference, but I don't get it. Mr. T was amazing. Was he? That's when Apollo trains Rocky. Oh, in, didn't in, didn't he die in the fourth one? Yes, he did. Spoiler Ivan, alert: Ivan Dra Ivan Drago. That's right. Kills him. Oh well, I'd be bitter over that. Although I think that, not to get way off topic, but since we are talking about this, mm -hmm. I think that Apollo let his guard down. I think that Apollo was too arrogant when he faced Ivan Drago, and Ivan Drago, you know. Took that that opportunity to really hurt him. Yeah. And then afterwards, he went and got a nice Philly cheesesteak at Jim's. No, no. That was Rocky that went to oh. Pat's. Close enough. Nobody went to Jim's. That's a well, shame. Apollo certainly didn't go to Jim's after he died. <laughs> you sure? <I'm> positive. <laughs> and there's deleted scenes or something. Maybe. Yeah, maybe the deleted scenes of yeah. Rocky for Apollo goes ghost, to Jim's. Apollo's ghost travels to Jim's steaks. Yes. Yeah. Now I got to go back to Jim's and see if there's a picture of Apollo on the wall. <laughs> it might be. You never know. You don't know. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, again, don't shy away from competition. Embrace it and, and allow it to help you become better. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you tune in next time. Please make sure to tell your friends and your family about the show and make sure that you subscribe everywhere or anywhere that you Listen to podcasts. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere, including Amazon now. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes, Is that true? Amazon has now opened up like Amazon Podcasts, so you can find UTL Radio over on Amazon. All you have to do is search UTL Radio, and you will find us everywhere that you listen to podcasts. All right, that's going to do it. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And stay tuned for future episodes.